My entitled mother demands that I hand over my inheritance, claiming that my sister deserves it a lot more simply because she's going to college. And I'm honestly unsurprised by her entitled demeanor, and I'm seriously so done with her. Here's what happened. So first, I want to start with some backstory. My parents had divorced when I was 10 years old, and I'm now 20 years old. And this all happened because my dad found out she was cheating when she told him my brother and sister, who were 7 and 8 at the time, weren't his. When asked for her reason to cheat, she said that she found a man who was able to give her the high life unlike my dad, who is a farmer just trying to do his best to maintain a family while managing my grandfather's farm. When discussing custody over me in court, my mom said she wanted nothing to do with me and left my dad with full custody while she took my brother and sister with her and then married her side piece a month after everything was finalized. Of course, with the rise of social media, she only includes me in family photos to make herself look good, even though she she tosses me to the side afterwards. I don't even have a relationship with my siblings because they look down on me for really petty reasons. So anyways, it was about 7.30 in the morning and I was having a jam session when my dad came out to the feedlot to tell me someone was here to see me. I asked him who it was, but I didn't need him to answer me once I saw the angry look on his face as he throws a cigarette that he failed to light. I hop off the tractor and go walking around the farmyard until I spotted a brand new Porsche with my mother sitting in the driveway driver's seat. To properly describe what she looks like, imagine someone did an awful job doing a James Charles or Jeffree Star heavy makeup routine all at the same time. She has a Karen haircut with the blindest of highlights and a spray tan that would make Donald Trump look pale. I often wonder if she'll ever do a face reveal just so the world could see the hunk of Swiss cheese under all of that makeup. I walk up to her car and very politely say hello before she wrinkles her nose and looks at me in disgust. Don't you have anything better to wear besides those filthy rags and take that wad of chewing tobacco out of your mouth. Honestly, I'm embarrassed that you're my son looking like that. I respond to her by saying, these are my work clothes and I was working. I just put this chew in and it's not even kicked in yet. Besides, what do you want? She looks me up and down with a disgusted look again before taking a deep breath before speaking. I need to ask you a favor. In fact, it's rather important. The only thought going through my head was, well, she's a part of a cult and she needs a blood sacrifice at tonight's meeting. I ask her what it is and she says to me, see, your sister is going to be graduating this year and I think it would only be fair that you gave her the money your grandfather left you since you obviously don't need it. I now know exactly what she's after. My grandfather put aside $25,000 for each grandchild that once they turn 18, they can use to go to college, buy a car, whatever they want. The only catch was that you needed to either graduate high school or obtain a GED. Now, why would she be wanting this money, you might be asking? Well, I'll tell ya. She had asked my grandpa after the divorce that not only should her kids, my brother and sister, still get the money, but also he needed to beef it up a few grand. My grandpa, out of spite, took the money originally meant for them and put it all in mine and told her that only his actual grandkids get the money. A few years later, when he passed away, my dad had added some of his inheritance into it, so when I graduated, I actually ended up with $93,000. I have since spent about 27000 of it on a tractor and put the rest into my savings where I add on to it every paycheck. I look at her and I say, why would I give you any of my money? My sister doesn't even speak to me anymore. My entitled mother then says, because it would only be fair since your grandfather denied her that money that she deserves and she's actually going to be attending college unlike you. Plus, as her big brother, you need to be responsible. I respond back and I say, that money was left to me for me to use as I wish. Besides, 
decides if she wants it, she needs to ask me herself instead of you telling me what to do. She doesn't need to ask you. In fact, I shouldn't even be asking you either. But since your grandfather was such a jerk and you weren't caring enough to hand it over before, well, here I am. And when she said that, I was seriously amazed. I responded back by saying, aren't you guys paying for her college? Why would I have to give her any money as well? She goes on to explain that they're paying for the tuition and housing, but she'll need spending money while also stating that she shouldn't have to work a low-level job just to have money for fun. But that's when I said, well, why don't you just give her spending money? But apparently, my entitled mother couldn't do that because she was already spending a lot on college because she called it expensive. She then asked me, won't you just do this for her? I respond by saying, no, I won't. And since when has something been too expensive for you? Just make your side piece work harder like you did in the past when you wanted something big and flashy. My entitled mother then said, how dare you speak to me like that? I'm your mother and you should be grateful I gave birth to you. Even just a little bit will help. But when she said that just a little bit will help, an awesome idea came to my mind. I then falsely apologized to her and said that she was right. I should give her something. I then told her I'm going to run back to my truck and grab my checkbook. And off I went. Once I was at my truck, I proceeded to dig through the cup holders for pennies since every little bit helps, right? Once I've gathered about 20 or so pennies, I walk back, tell her to hold out her hand, and I drop pennies in them with a smile. She looks at me and says, what is this? I respond by saying, you said a little bit could help a lot, didn't you? So I thought you could have just that. My entitled mother then said, this isn't what I meant. A few thousand is more of what I had in mind. She then throws the pennies back at me in a rage. As she started to blare her horn, screaming at the top of her lungs that I give her what she asked for. Honestly, where's a Pokeball when you need one? Because this one needs to be trained professionally on how to act. I'm just standing there watching her go on like this as she's demanding money and calling me everything under the sun when she finally goes quiet as I hear my dad yell out from somewhere in the distance. He screams and tells her to shut up. Taking this moment, I look back at her and I say to her, um, you never did say thank you, did you? My entitled mother then swears at me. She says, you will give your sister what she deserves. But I responded back by saying, when you do a face reveal, I'll happily do it. She then cursed at me a little bit more, got back in her car, and sped off. And thankfully, that was the end. Your mom sounds crazy. First off, she's obviously loaded. I mean, she's rolling up in a brand new Porsche, and she's like, oh honey, can you give me money? Like, she's an awful parent. From the get-go, she said she didn't want anything to do with you. She took your siblings, and she ran off. You've worked hard for everything in your life, and you were given that inheritance because your grandfather obviously liked you. And it's not to say that he probably didn't like your siblings as well, but your mom clearly ruined that for them in the first place. But the way the original poster handled this was absolutely genius. He put his entitled mom in her place. Like seriously, in retrospect, what was she actually thinking was going to happen? Did she really think that you were just going to give her this money outright and say, yeah, you're right, mom, here you go? Like, no, that's not how this is going to work at all. If his stupid entitled sister wants to have any kind of money during college, she can get a job like the rest of us who have gone to college. Like, why was it suddenly the original poster's job to pay for this sister's education? Like, this entitled mom seriously sounds unhinged, and hopefully for the sake of the original poster and their own happiness, they never have to deal with this lady ever again. If you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out, link down below in the description. My work refuses to pay for anything over $60 on our expense reports, so I decide to maliciously comply, forcing them to pay much more money than they ever expected. Here's what happened. So I was on an off-site short-term project, coming from one of the cheapest to live-in countries in Europe and staying for months in Singapore, which is the project location. 
I had found some places that I could eat for pretty cheap and the food was good and within my taste palette. We were getting about $60 per day for food expenses, but I was spending somewhere between $25 to $30 on average, with the highest ever getting to just under $50. The short-term project eventually gets drawn out over 10 months and our customer's client is raising a ton of issues. I discussed this a few times with some of the guys in my company and a manager told me to take the client out for a dinner and some drinks. He would confirm the extra expense and told us not to go too much overboard on the expenses. I specifically asked what that means and he told me not to go over $200 to $250. We go out and neither me nor the client really drink much. So we ended up having some food and a drink each of us. The guys at the restaurant know me well by that point and almost always do some rounding on the bill or bring something extra to the table on the house and with them bringing plenty of finger food, I end up with a bill that's $60.68. And sure, it's about 70 cents above our daily limit, but way below the $200 plus allowance for just that. At the end of the month, I send the report in and put a special note for that specific day. The expense report goes through my company with no problems, but the customer flags that receipt up as not acceptable and not to be covered. They put me in direct communication with the customer and I explain what's going on, but nope, that's not accepted. It's not going to be covered. I talk again with my company and tell them the situation, and I stated that the manager advised me to do so, as well as mention that he would confirm. But unfortunately, the guy is out sick with COVID and will not be returning for at least two weeks. The customer must have this settled by the 15th of the month, and he wants to hear specifically from the manager that I was advised to act in such a way and that I was approved by that manager. And that's the only way they would cover it. And at this point, this is getting crazy and out of hand. So my boss, who's the owner of the company, just covers it from his side. The full bill, not just the 68 cents. The customer says no receipt that goes over the $60 limit will be approved. Unfortunately for me, the customer is also local to Singapore and he randomly drops in at the job site and I get to see him the day after the supposed resolution as well as all the comments that were written in emails between the two of us. Face to face, I tell him, you do realize that I spend on average less than $27 a day from the allowed $60 a day and that this was laughable to be denied. He probably was offended and he yells at me again saying, no receipts over $60 will be covered. Well, cue my malicious compliance. At all three places that I eat every day for the past 10 months, they agree to print $60 receipts every time I eat at their place. They even agree to split in half the remaining value between me and a tip to the server. I had requested for the entire amounts to go to the servers as tips as I just cared for the petty revenge. But apparently all of them felt a 100% tip every day is uncomfortable for them, so they didn't do it. The next month expense report is sent out and the customer calls me directly, seething with rage, and asks why every single daily receipt is $60 from a specific date onwards. I just reply by saying, well, no receipts over $60 will be covered, so I have to fit my meals within the allowance. He called to complain to my company, but the relevant person told him that they didn't understand and to please explain what agreement was broken. He then never came back as far as I know. I continued to charge the maximum amount for the remaining two months that I was there, netting me a cool $700 while also receiving better service, better food, and chef compliments that were otherwise only internal to the staffs of the restaurants. To be honest, I had to pay and having to deal with the idiot customer even more after that, but he was a handful before it as well. So he honestly had this coming and it literally is his own fault. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That is a hilarious way to get some revenge. Good Lord. You went out of your way to make sure you charged to the maximum degree, thus costing this guy a lot of money. I personally would have done the same thing. The fact that they didn't approve that 68 cents is really ridiculous. Like, come on, you've got to be kidding me. So you know what? If that guy wanted to play hardball, well, it looks like the original poster could play that just a little bit better. My company refuses to allow us to use our work phone when we're not off the clock. So my coworkers and I maliciously comply. And as a result, the entire office is in disarray as customer complaints just keep piling higher and higher and this is nobody's fault except for the managers here's what happened so the job i do requires a ton of communication as well as coordination and often a lot of these things are very time sensitive so often if one of us can't get a hold of someone we are absolutely in trouble so it has been the norm for us to communicate in advance so we can properly plan out our day it was never a big deal to us as it usually just took about five to 10 minutes just to confirm everything is going as planned or be informed of any changes a few hours before we start the day. This is more to make our life and work easier for everybody. About two months ago, the company decided that we aren't allowed to use our work phones unless on the clock. They cracked down on everyone who did it aggressively. The supervisors and managers would even call or send a text message to employees when they weren't on the clock just to test us. And anyone who would reply would be written up. No matter how much we complained, they refused to budge or listen at all. They get the final saying. Grudgingly, we all agree to follow the policy. And no surprise at all, everyone just decided to stop replying on their phone as soon as their shift was over. Well, surprise, surprise, nearly everybody has been late pretty much every day. A lot of appointments have been missed. Tons of mistakes have been made because nobody was able to get the answer they needed. Clients start to complain like crazy. The office and managers were immediately slammed with tons of phone calls and getting very behind on everything. This week, we all were hauled out into a meeting. They were asking us what they can do to fix this mess. And we are all very upset about this whole thing as well, as it wasn't a fun time for any of us. Most of us just basically told them that we warned them repeatedly and they weren't having it. So you know what? They can clean this mess up. They tried to suggest a special code so we know that it's extremely urgent, but no one wants to carry their personal phone and work phone around all the time just in case for that. In fact, most of us told them that we just turn the phone off or put it on mute as soon as we get home. They tried to float the idea of making all of us salary employees, which was immediately shot down as they have a horrible history of overworking their salary workers. They tried to ask us if we were willing to go back to the old way, but it didn't go well because there was a mixed reaction. Some were really cool with the idea, but some of them were like, absolutely not unless I'm getting paid for that time. And some just flat out don't want to deal with the phone when they aren't on the clock at all. The meeting ended without anything 
everything being fixed. Now the CEO and HR, as well as the upper managers, have been pulling their hair out, trying to figure out how to navigate this delicate mess up. It was so glorious to watch them running into the wall repeatedly over a stupid adjustment that nobody wanted. This is the classic case of if it's not broken, why are you trying to fix it? Like seriously, they had a system down. They knew exactly what they were doing and they knew what worked. So there's no reason for anyone to try and upset the apple cart. Like what is going on here? Everybody should have just left these people alone and let them figure this out on their own. But instead they decided to be weird about it and as a result, they're going to have a lot of trouble trying to get this fixed. So this is truly management's fault. They are clearly awful leaders and they quite literally brought all of this onto themselves. My mom keeps trying to rent out my spare room in my house to some of her friends and it's honestly obnoxious and I seriously don't know what to do. So this happened about 18 months ago but I only just remembered it when I came across a similar story on TikTok. Basically, I began living above a pub that I own. It has a large two-room living room connected via an archway and a curtain across it. My youngest sister and her friends began staying in one of the living rooms that had the privacy of the curtain and my office was the other living room. This flat also had two large bedrooms. Mine is the biggest. My mother was helping me set up the pub since I had also gone back to university a year prior. My mother hired a chef who lived on an island nearby who had also been her friends for years way back but I had personally never met him. She had offered him a job here because he had been looking to move back home. Then all of a sudden she tells me he'll be staying in the second bedroom for a while until he gets a place sorted. Now I hated the idea and I tried to protest a lot because I did not want a strange man living with me and this was the first place that I had to myself and I hoped to be able to enjoy it on my own. My mother mentioned that it would only be for a little while. A couple of months at max. It didn't matter anyways because the guy just ran away. My mother's best friend who had helped me sort the pub out a lot and I had known for years was also in between places at this point so after the first guy left I suggested that she move her stuff and she said it would only be for a month while she finds somewhere else. So I said no worries and she moved her stuff in. Then it turned out my mother's other best friend also started to need a place to live because he didn't want to live at home with his parents anymore. So my mom invited him to live in my flat. When she told me this I questioned where he would even stay. She replied by saying he'll have your room and you can stay in that living room with the curtain and then when he moves out my other best friend will move into that room and you'll get your room back. When I responded I didn't really know this best friend that well. My mother responded by saying oh it's only until he gets a place it'll be about six months. Whenever I pushed or said I didn't feel comfortable with that or I wasn't going to give up my room she would get annoyed and says that she's just trying to help her friend out. That Christmas the first best friend stuff was still there but she wasn't there at all. She had her own place but she just left a lot of her stuff here for a while. My sister came back from university for the holidays and at that time we were discussing that in the summer breaks she should live here too and also my youngest sister was still living in the living room with her friends too. Then my mother said since my first best friend has a place now the second best friend can move in. So I replied by saying that my sister is living here but that means that my mom had a spare room so why can't her friend live with her? Her response was I don't want them living with me. I like my space. I replied to her by saying well you know him better than I do so I don't want him living with me either. She responded that he was desperate for a place to stay and mentally it's taking a toll on him so I replied again that he should maybe just live with her then. She actually got angry because she said that she was just trying to help her friend out. He never ended up moving in thankfully but it 
felt like my mother was always offering my spare room up to anyone that walked by. My boyfriend actually put a lock on all the doors on the inside just for safety when the first guy stayed for a week. And just to further clarify, I live on my own and as of today, none of her friends live with me and I have the place to myself now. She doesn't work at the pub anymore and now that I have my own place and the pub, I've stood my ground a lot more and I say no a lot more than I normally did. I don't get guilt tripped anymore and everything is good. My mother and I get along a lot better now that we have our own separate lives. Also, my mother doesn't take no for an answer. She will guilt trip you until she gets her way and she'll say to you that you just need to trust her or she'll just straight up get angrier with you. So before you ask, it is a lot easier said than done to just deny any of her requests. But I'm honestly glad this is resolved and I'm seriously glad that I have my place to myself. That sounded absolutely obnoxious. Imagine living in your own apartment and your mom's just like, oh, guess what? My friend's gonna live there with you. Despite the fact that she has no claim over your apartment while also trying to call the shots on who can and cannot live in your space. Like, I'm sorry, no, that's not how this works. You don't get to decide who lives in my house and who gets to stay there. But thankfully, it sounds like the original poster was able to get their place back because honestly, it's their place and they shouldn't have to have somebody else trying to dictate who does and doesn't live there. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications so you never miss a video. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out in the description below and subscribe.